This is Did You Know, the short and sweet podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs that want to keep up with the latest changes in digital marketing and social media. Learn from two guys that know a thing or two about helping businesses increase sales and exposure, Will Hankey and Andrew McCauley. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 71 of Did You Know? My name is Andrew McCauley, and of course, this is the show where we talk about all the things that have been going on with online marketing, social media, you name it. It has been happening while you've been sleeping. Hey, it's good to be back. It's been a few weeks. The world has changed. It's gone crazy. <laughs> We've had Facebook again and again, 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 again. <laughs> and uh, the world has gone nuts. But to bring peace and tranquility back to life, Will Hanky. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my deliverable at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? I deliver peace and tranquility <laughs> from Facebook's mess ups. Yeah. Hey, uh, how are you? It's been a while since we've been on. We've been both busy, crazy doing stuff. Um, but I've missed our little show. Yeah, yeah. I, I we've had tons of complaints about us not doing one. So no, I think oh, no. there's there's a company called Cambridge data or something they said what's going on you guys we need to do some we need to make some waves so they did yeah yeah uh-huh yeah. uh-huh that seemed to work out yeah uh, yeah uh-huh worked out really well for everybody <laughs> no seriously it's been good because you know i well it hasn't been good it's been bad because i've been sort of all this cambridge stuff has been going on of course we'll talk a little bit about that we won't we won't bore you to death about that but um, lots of things have been going on and people say, Hey, you know, what's, what's happening? What's the news? I'm like, well, you know what? I actually haven't been keeping up with it as much as I have or should have because we haven't been doing our podcast. Yeah. So I'm uh, glad to get back into the know and, um, share what we have discovered in the meantime. Yep. And, uh, ho hopefully there's something in here that, uh, you can use to your advantage. Oh, we've got a great one for you at the end. Stick around. My favorite one <laughs> of the right. day. <laughs> Um, what do you want to kick off? Let's uh, kick off with uh, something cool. What do you think we should kick off with? Well, uh, Amazon, our friends over there, uh, have got a patent for delivery drones with gesture and voice recognition. What does that mean? I have no idea what that means. What does that mean, do you think? Well, um, you know, they're they're doing the whole drone thing, the delivery drone thing, and, and it's kind of always been a joke that I, I don't think it's ever going to become a real thing, but... Uh, they're really, if nothing else, they're really riding the uh, the PR wave for this, mm. and uh, you're you're now able to, uh, if you see the drone coming to your house, you can give it certain gestures that will allow it to do certain things. Uh, it, it'll recognize your voice, blah blah blah. So, uh, what, what if what if what if the gesture is like waving so it knows to come to you? But it's not delivering to your house. So you see, <laughs> you, you see the neighbors getting delivered. It's like, oh, over here, over here. Bring the yeah. beer delivery over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, the drone's uh, communication system also has speakers and microphones on it now. Uh, navigation components, all kinds of craziness that's going on. So I still wonder at the other end if a human's going to have to be involved with all of this, which, as we know in the past, doesn't work well. Yeah, I'm just looking at it not from a not even from a marketing standpoint, but you know anything like law enforcement and all that sort of stuff, bringing in drones to a situation where no no one can be harmed if there's a drone involved, you know. Right. Um, I'm 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 seeing RoboCop here. 
I'm seeing, I'm seeing all these sort of uh, old things that we used to watch as movies as kids come into life. Right, scary right. stuff. Scary stuff. All right, so they got a patent for delivery drones. Okay, good on them. We'll see what happens. Yep. What yep. else we got? Uh, speaking of voice activated related things, um, Facebook is now trying voice clip status updates. So you can just, you know, talk to Facebook and they will update your status for you. Wow. Watch out for that one, people. That'll be riveting. Yeah, they're calling it micro podcasting. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess they had to they had to attach a name to it somehow. Right? There was an app that came out. I think you and I discussed this. There was an app called Anchor. I think it's still around, actually. Um, and it was almost like live streaming, but for voice. Yep. And um, it went gangbusters. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sure everybody knows about it because of that, right? Exactly right, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I just don't know if... Uh, I'm just not seeing the uptake in that sort of stuff going on. I mean, yeah. You know, you said, you said yourself when someone leaves you a message on a texting app and you're like, oh, I've got to listen to it. I just want to read it, you know? Right, um, right. It's annoying. It, it is annoying. annoying, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway... Um, okay, good. What else? Anything else on voice? Actually, we've got some other voice activator stuff. Why don't we jump in and talk about that quickly? Okay. Uh, Google uh, and Target have teamed up to issue voice-activated coupons on Google Assistant. It's kind of cool. Yeah, so that was interesting. Um, so as far as we can tell, and as far as they're actually telling us how it works, is that you've got to use Google Express to buy something through your Google account uh, if you've got the google mini or google home you say hello hey google and then you've got a specific phrase i think it's like spring into action or spring into sale or something like that and it will give you a coupon off a certain price point you've got to spend x amount of dollars and it'll give you a coupon i think what the what the interesting thing is is that it's just starting to deliver coupons through voice activated search which is which is interesting. It's going to be a uh, fascinating thing. I think voice-activated search and and you know, going from a marketing standpoint, if your website is not ready for search, I mean, if you if you don't have a good website with good quality info, Google Home and Alexa and that sort of stuff won't index your site either. Um, yeah. You know. So I think I mean, you can speak more about that than I can. Um, but I just noticed when I was playing with Google Home, I said, "Hey, what?" Uh, give me a list of the plumbers near me and it gave me a list of three plumbers which sort of meant that if you weren't in this search if you weren't in local search and getting your getting a result on local search as the business you weren't coming up in google search which is going to happen more and more yep days. uh google assistant's doing some tv ads i've seen some ads on that uh to try to promote that as well to you know google can solve all your problems yeah. for you so we'll see Google. Um, anything else on um, anything else on voice activation? I wasn't sure if there was one more or not. Maybe not. Mm, no, I don't oh, think so. Okay, good, good. All right, what's next? Well, our our very last item of the day is related to voice, but we'll we'll leave that for last. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Facebook. Anything happening on Facebook? Yeah. Uh, well, they're on a lobbyist hiring spree. So, uh, so all the big companies, Google. Facebook, they've all got tons of lobbyists up there trying to push their agendas. And apparently Facebook has hired several more. So 
Um, just let's just touch on this stuff that's happened, this Cambridge data breach. Uh, I don't really want to talk about that too much because, you know, it's it's something that happens, it's been happening all the time forever as far as internet marketing goes and online marketing. It's just a realization of some people that, oh, I didn't know that you had so much data on me. Right. Um, so Facebook have a bit of a knee-jerk reaction to all this stuff. Um, and they're, they're, they're basically clearing house. They're just, they're taking stock of where they're at. They've had thousands and thousands of app developers who have had, had, had access to a lot of the data that Facebook give. Um, they're pausing a lot of things that they're, they're stopping, uh, chat bots from being created for right now for a period of time. They're looking at, um, other interactions and other, um, connections to other apps. They're stopping things on the paid ad platform where you can access third party data. Um, so they've had a bit of a knee jerk reaction, you know, at the same time, there's a thing called GDPR in Europe, which is basically a privacy, um, request or requirement for you to make sure that you're protecting people's data and information when you're sending out information like that. So that's why Facebook have been in the news a lot lately. Um, I think in a, in six months time, we'll all say, remember that thing that what happened with Facebook and people go, yeah, what was that again? Can't remember. Right. You know, um, it happened with YouTube last year. Who remembers that? Uh, nobody. So it's just one of those things. It'll, it'll wash away in a few weeks time. We'll be talking about something different completely. Yep. Uh, one of the biggest things that impacted us as digital marketers, I think was them taking away the third party data for running ads. However, they didn't really take it away. They just said, we're going to take it away. Yeah. Six months. <laughs> We've got six months to use it. So if you're someone's running ads and you're using data like uh, medium incomes for the household or types of cars they drive, you can still run ads and you can still use that data. And in six months time when everyone's forgotten about it, it'll probably still be there anyway. Yeah. 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 Uh, or they'll, they'll just, yeah, there'll be another workaround somehow. There always is. Yeah. There always is. So anyway, that's all we're going to say about Facebook. Oh, yep. Well, that's all we're going to say about that part of it. What else, <laughs> what else have they, what else have they done? There's a couple of things that they, that they've also cracked down on like email targeting, uh, ad targeting for emails without consent. So I'm not sure. Do you know much about this? Do, do you have to supply a doubly opted in list to them to do this now? What's yeah. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that, but I would I would think that's probably fair to to assume. But most of the, you know, Mailchimp and some of those other places, they they kind of really re prefer that you do a double opt in on most of your lists, although it's not required in many cases. Yeah, um, and of course you see conversion rates go up when you don't ask for double opt ins, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Um, anyway, but they have also been doing other interesting things a b split testing new ways to check that out do you know much about that i do yes uh this is all related to some of the things that have kind of already been done i think they just made it a little bit easier to do mm -hmm. uh testing run one ad with two different pictures or two different uh two different ways to kind of create as far as the visuals the headlines all that kind of stuff we've kind of already done this. We've just had to build it as separate ad sets. Now we can do it inside one particular ad set and then just set this up as an AB test. Uh, and then the, they will just deliver the one that's working better and turn the other one off. You pick a time frame for that to happen or do, do they do that as well? 
Well, I think just like running uh, a Google experiment, I think there's a time frame, but it's really related to how much traffic that particular uh, ad or website is getting. So, right, right, right. you know, if if you're paying two bucks a day to run an ad, it's going to be a while before you have enough data to, to mm-hmm. judge the results. But yep. uh, if you're getting thousands of people to something, then it can make a decision fairly quickly. Yeah, good. Excellent. Well, I think that's a pretty cool tool. I like it. Yeah. yeah. It it makes the it makes it easier for us running those A B tests. And yeah. by the way, uh, as business owners, if you're out there listening and you're not running A B tests on anything, you should I mean, in my opinion, you should be consistently running A B tests on all your ads, even on some of your web pages to see which ones are running better. Yep. Definitely. See yeah. Anything you can do to bump those conversion rates up mm-hmm. even slightly. Yep. Definitely. Um, what else? Anything else on Facebook? Um, they have, uh, they've partnered up with Amazon or, or not partnered up, but they've, they've acquired some more streaming sports rights. Uh, I think you and I talked about this last year with Twitter doing that with some of the baseball stuff and football stuff. Uh, so, you know, just more ways to grab, uh, those other games out there and watch them. Yep. Yep. Um, and the other thing that they've done is, uh, allowed 360 degree photos and, HD quality video can be shared through the Messenger app now too. Oh no, I like that. Although hardly anybody has 360 uh, recorders yet. Yes, yes. Well, what's there? It's there, ready for the influx of people who are about to buy them. Yeah, you know what? I think there's a new. I just got the Galaxy S9. I don't think it has it, but there are some newer phones that will do the 360 automatically now. Oh really? Or okay. A kind of a virtual version of that because it has a front and a back camera. Yep. Uh, so in theory, they could kind of already do the 360 video. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it'd be fun to play with if nothing else. I don't, I don't know the value of it, but I don't either yet. We'll soon see. We'll soon see. Yeah. Maybe something like a winery. I guess I could see where 360 video would be kind of cool, you know, for those kind of situations where everybody wants to see some, you know, the, the grand Canyon or something Mm -hmm. that's beautiful, but you know, nobody wants to see a 360 of my basement probably. Uh, you never know. (laughs) <laughs> you never know okay um what about uh i think facebook we're done with facebook right i think that's yeah. the end of the news for facebook um mozilla although this is still connected to facebook mozilla firefox what are they doing um they are doing something yeah they're doing something i'll tell you what they're doing <laughs> they've just released a new tool to block targeting by uh or tracking by facebook Oh, yeah, that's right. They're, so they're going to try to block our uh, Facebook pixels and stuff. Yeah, that's uh, interesting in itself. I wonder how that will affect other browsers. Yeah, so this is probably related to Chrome coming out with the uh, ad blocking stuff that you can that you still have to turn on. Yep. So I think Mozilla is going to probably do the same thing. You're still going to have to turn this on in order to not get those retargeting ads. Um but I don't know that that many people are going to know how to turn it on. Yeah. Think, or even that they need to. I think you're right. Or even that it, it exists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about uh, cryptocurrency taking a beating? Cryptocurrency is taking a beating along with the price of my Bitcoins going down. Jeez, uh, yeah. I'm never going to be rich at this at this rate. But and, uh, and by the way, everyone, we're starting up another podcast, Experts at Cryptocurrency. That's us. <laughs> And we're gonna we're gonna have millions of people listening because we're experts because we've been doing it for seventeen and a half seconds. 
Yeah, no, not the case. <laughs> yeah, wrong. Said nobody uh, ever. Yep. Cryptocurrency, so Google, Google. What's going on with Google? They're going to yeah. give cryptocurrency-related advertising a weapon. Yep. If you want to advertise your uh, latest cryptocurrency or or anything related to how to make money at that, any of that stuff, they're going to kind of ban that. And along those same lines, uh, your friends over at MailChimp are doing something similar. They are doing something similar. Everyone's getting on the anti-cryptocurrency bandwagon <laughs> and giving it a shellacking. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to put something in your Mailchimp in your newsletter around cryptocurrency, they're actually going to uh, slap your hand or tell you no or uh, just not let you do it. Here's the thing: I don't think it's cryptocurrency per se that people are upset about. Google's upset about on Mailchimp. It's the sharks that we're seeing everywhere. Yeah. Trying to sell scammy Ponzi scheme, buy my crypto, I'm an expert, crappy bullshit, rah, rah, rah. I, you know, I'm amazed. I got, I got friends who I know have been doing marketing for a long time, and suddenly the next thing I know, they're running cryptocurrency webinars and boot camps. Right. And I'm like, what the hell do you know about cryptocurrency? Even if you've been doing it for two years. How can you say you're an expert at that? You know, yeah. and and they're chasing the they're chasing the silver, the silver blockchain. Is there such a thing as a silver silver lining, silver gold, the gold coin, the, the, <laughs> yeah. the gold blockchain? Um, <laughs> and, and I just think, oh, wow, that credibility to me has just been shot to pieces. Yep, with agreed. one with one headline. Yeah, yeah, I'm a crypto ex- expert. And I'm like, wow. I don't think I don't think there's many people out there who can claim to be a crypto expert, and I think this is where Google and Mailchimp and all these others are saying, you know what, we're copying abuse from people because we're letting them advertise on our platform, and it's a scam or it's or it's not credible information. So they're just saying, well, let's just close it all down. Let's stop it. Yeah, good on them. I think it's yeah, a good move for so both too. of them. I think so too. All right, we can all get some sleep and go back to our cat photos. Um, That's right. <laughs> what about Instagrammy? Anything on Instagrammer? Uh, Instagram is... Back to uh, the future, bringing, I think. Back to the future, yeah, Instagram. Bring, bringing back their newest posts to the top of the feed. So uh, my daughter, Amber, will be very happy about this. She will be because she's got <laughs> nothing else to do um, because she's not too keen on Snapchat and what's going on over there, is she? That's right. Snapchat made that big change probably a month or month and a half now. And uh, tons of people abandoned that platform or at least aren't using it as, as often as they, as they were. Uh, several of the mostly 20-something females that I've spoken to about this have kind of all uh, migrated toward Instagram. So I think this move on Instagram is good uh, to help bring those people back. Just out of interest, how many 20-something females do you speak to on a regular basis? Is this your pick? Is this your pickup line at a bar? Hey, yes. baby, are you in a Snapchat? Yeah. Hey, uh-huh. did did you see that Snapchat change? It really messed. <laughs> That's my line there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to something else, shall we? Alrighty. Um, but well, Snapchat are doing something new. They're adding group video chat and mentions to all the people that aren't on there anymore. <laughs> Right. Finally, you can tag your friends, things like that. That you have know, left if there's, Snapchat. If there's any left. <laughs> Why do we keep bashing Snapchat? Well, we've been bashing it for so long. We're, we're right. Again, we're right. We proved it. We didn't have to waste our time learning it. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Snapchat. All right. Um, I, I, what else? Is there anything else have we missed? Oh, we've got one more thing to do, I know. But is there anything else that we, that's key that we missed? Uh, 
I think the big thing is the Google uh, has released their mobile first uh, search index. So that's gone live uh, within the last week or so. Tell us that. Tell give us give us a give us a layman's terms of what that is. Yeah. So probably uh, two years ago now, I guess they started on this quest to uh, get everybody uh, to have a mobile friendly version of their website. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now they're actually moving towards the fact that most people now over 50 percent in almost all industries now are seeing more mobile traffic to their site than they are desktop traffic. Mm. So. So the difference in because of them telling us we need a mobile version, well, our mobile version is typically a dumbed down version of our website. Yep. So a lot of uh, so what they're doing now is if you're searching on a mobile phone, they're like more likely to uh, use the mobile version of a page for indexing and ranking. And you almost have to do SEO now for mobile mm-hmm. as well as desktop. Now, is this the same as a responsive site? Or a completely different thing. Yeah, same thing. But the idea is that now people have not just taken their regular desktop site and squeezed it into something that's mobile friendly, but they're actually changing how it looks completely on mobile. Yes. And so Google's saying, you know what, we need to index these separately. Mm -hmm. And if you're not if you're not providing enough content on your mobile site, then you're not gonna rank as well. Interesting, yeah. Well, big changes, big changes, lots of work for people to do if they want to keep up to date. Yeah, great for uh, SEOs like me that, you know, now we're basically doubling our efforts in a lot of cases to keep both of these, keep the content yeah, right. fresh and relevant and all that kind of stuff. So. Now, you're flat out. You probably couldn't take on any more clients, but if they were the right fit, they could probably find you <laughs> at redcanoemedia.com, right? I would I would assume so, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, all right. I think that's almost a wrap. Of course, the big news, the biggest news of the world this week is the golfing tournament that's on. Yeah, know, the Masters. The Masters, which is the biggest golfing tournament around. Um, there is one thing that will not be happening at the Masters, of course, and that is the ability for anybody to yell out, dilly dilly. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah. Bud Light, which kind of started all of this, is somewhat upset about it. So if you don't know what dilly dilly is, there's an ad over here in the US that uh, their catchphrase is dilly dilly. Almost like a cheers, sort of, would you say? Like a, yeah, like a, yeah, like a salute when someone's having a, a drink, you say dilly dilly. Well, it looks like uh, people are using that in the common common situations around around life today, these days. Um, Bud Light, very happy that that's happening. Well, the masters have said, we're not going to let anybody yell out dilly dilly. <laughs> so um, Bud Light are not happy. So they've sent a thousand t-shirts with the words <laughs> dilly dilly on them so people can wear their dilly dilly t-shirts around and still Bud Light are getting some great legs from this little campaign. Uh, Absolutely. I thought it was funny. I thought I liked it. I just wanted to share that with people because I thought, how cool is it when you've got uh, people banning your advertising catchphrase because it's just catching on everywhere? I love it. Yeah. And the the cost of a thousand t-shirts for Bud Light is probably nothing <laughs> for, compared to the amount of PR they're getting out of this. Pittance, right? Pittance. I mean, this is, I'm looking on, I'm reading this article on a page on a website that's very, very heavily trafficked. Um, other websites are picking it up. All of a sudden, this is a big, big deal. And for, for, for whatever, whoever come up with their, their slogan and their catchphrase, they've got to be doing backflips. Because yeah. it's a super effective uh, phrase. I love it. 
Good for them. Dilly dilly to them. <laughs> right. <laughs> and on that note, I think that is about it. Where can people find the show notes and find out more about us? So they can always go to redcanoemedia.com slash digino. That's D-I-G-I-K-N-O-W. This is episode 71. And I don't think we've had, we have any room left for anybody to leave us any reviews because we're full. We're full of reviews. Full of re- there is room for one more. So if you're listening, uh, this is up. your chance to get in there and leave that one review. Hurry up. There's only one. Make sure you get there and leave that review. And uh, there's only all the other reviews numbers are taken up. There's only a room for five star. If you're thinking about any other star, don't bother. Right. Yeah. You might as well not waste your time. Yep. Sorry to help. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to let you know. All right. Well, good to be back and uh, look forward to seeing everyone again very, very soon. Yes, sir. All right. Take care. Bye. Dilly dilly. Thanks for joining <laughs> us on the Digi Know podcast. Check out all of the show notes and resources mentioned in today's episode at redcanoemedia.com.